You're listening to Table Talk with Toddy, the podcast where we have real talk about life and business as a creative living in the 21st century. I'm your host, Natasha Toddy Weston. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome or welcome back to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast. I am your host, Natasha Toddy Weston, and thank you so much for coming to hang out with me on the show again today. Now, before we even get started, I'm going to ask you to do me a very huge favor. If you have not yet subscribed, go ahead and do that. And that's going to be like my guarantee that you're going to love this episode today because I'm coming to you with some real tea and another in real time glimpse into how I think as an entrepreneur and as a creative. And to be honest with you guys, I have not had the best week. I have been struggling and I have been wanting to continue to be consistent as far as like the content that I've been sharing online, but not trying to like wear y'all out with past episodes. And so I was like, Lord, show me what I need to talk about today. And I had already had an idea of an episode I wanted to create, but I didn't have my thoughts together for it. So Because of a few different conversations I've been having with just friends, clients, and just in general, I realized that there are a lot of us that are in a season of trying to figure out what's next, how to use our voice. There are a lot of us, myself included, who are in a season of pivoting, but not even knowing where the heck we're supposed to be pivoting to. You know, you have a general idea of what you want to do, but if we're all being honest, it's not that simple. It's not just black and white. And so I realized that sometimes you do have to be still and you do have to give time to do what it does. But it's also very important to sometimes still be visible but still be still. And so in today's episode, I want to share with you kind of what my quarter one consistency strategy has been. I think I touched on it briefly in one of the previous episodes. And I basically told you guys how I've just been in a state of trying to figure out what's next, but also realizing how important it is that while I'm in that incubator season to still be visible, to still make sure that I'm being present online, that I'm still in people's faces, that I'm still positioning myself to sell my products and services, to still be a thought leader in my space. And so because of these conversations I have been having recently with just friends and business partners and things of that sort, I was like, you know what, while I'm still in the space of trying to figure out what the heck I'm supposed to do, let me help the people a little bit and share with them some of the successes that I've been seeing with repurposing my content online. It has totally changed the game for me. I'll probably forever keep this consistency strategy and repurposing strategy in my plans, no matter what what I'm doing because it has just been so freaking helpful. And so I'm in a season of serving while I figure things out. And this is just one of those ways that I think will help you guys as well as you are in your season of trying to figure out what to do next, where to pivot, how to pivot, all of that good stuff. So since I have implemented a repurposing strategy, so basically repurposing is taking content or taking things that you've created once and sharing it again or reoffering it again or basically washing and rinsing it. And so if you didn't know what repurposing is that's just my definition. You could Google it, feel free. 
<laughs> but since I've started implementing my repurposing strategy, I've seen increased visibility, daily engagement on my social media platforms for the past. I want to say Facebook just notified me a few minutes ago that they've seen increased visibility on my pages for the last 153 days. So that's five months. I've seen more people not just joining my email list like all at once, but I'm seeing consistent growth, meaning I'm seeing a couple of new subscribers every couple of days consistently now since I've been repurposing my content and telling people, hey, go join my group chat. And I'm also seeing more reach. I'm being introduced to more people who I didn't have access to more now than ever before. And I'll share why later on in this episode. So who is this episode for? Because of course, I don't want you here if this isn't going to benefit you. But I believe that this episode is really going to be good for entrepreneurs and creatives who are number one, struggling to show up consistently online. I feel like that is one of the number one problem areas or pain points for a lot of us. And I say us because consistency is just something that's so easy to not do, right? When life happens, things happen. When you don't have a a clear strategy or plan, it's hard to be consistent. So number one, this episode is going to be good for those of you who are struggling to show up consistently online. And two, it's going to be perfect for busy entrepreneurs, creatives who are in a season of transition and pivoting, like I just mentioned before. So if you're struggling to show up consistently online, if you are busy, meaning you got kids, you work a nine to five, you're trying to do this entrepreneurship thing on the side, and you really are just trying to navigate and figure out what your strategy is in general, this episode is going to be for you. So if that is you, and if you know anybody else, if you got a biz bestie or somebody who you also think is in this season, please, please, please share this episode. Don't be stingy. Let's share the wealth of knowledge. And let me teach you in this episode how to revive and thrive your content. I'm going to be sharing with you today 10 surprising places to find and repurpose your content for consistency online. So this is for all of us out here who have been struggling with consistency. I want you to reach back and revive what you've already created. And so first, let's talk about why repurposing is the key to consistency. So when you hear people say, I'm struggling to be consistent. It could be for a couple of reasons. It could be because you aren't clear of what your bottom line is. You are pivoting. You are trying to figure out what's next, how to use your voice. And then there are those people who are clear on those things, but they feel like they lack the time. They feel like they need time to completely map out their strategy. And so let's talk really quick about why repurposing is the key to consistency. And of course, everything that I'm sharing with you is based on my own personal experience. And I'm gonna specifically be reaching back with examples from the past quarter. So quarter one, when I uh, took a group coaching program with Grant Cardone, and the one main thing that he kept telling us in this program is to pretend nobody saw your last post. And so I took that and I applied it to everything. Pretend nobody took my last webinar. Pretend nobody seen my last tweet. Pretend nobody seen my last call to action. Pretend nobody seen my last YouTube video, right? I applied that to every piece of content that I could have possibly ever created online and offline. And so the reason why repurposing the is the key to consistency, one of the top reasons is because it maximizes your reach. So often we hit and quit our content and wonder why people treat us and our brands like side chicks. You know what I mean? And I hope y'all get that analogy. 
But when you constantly are resharing your stuff, you just increase the chances of it being seen by more people versus just posting it once or twice, never sharing it again. You got to think about it like this. We put a lot of time, energy, and effort into the content that we create, whether it's our captions, whether it's in our tweets, whether it's in whatever it is, the videos, the reels, the TikToks. We put a lot of effort and thought, most of us do, into these things. And so why on earth would you create and put all of this time, energy, and effort into a piece of content all to share at one time? Nobody is on the internet all at once. We are all on there at different times of the day. And so when you think about it this way, you'll realize that you are missing out on reaching a whole bunch of people when you only share your content in real time and once or twice after that. It just does not help you out at all. The second reason why repurposing is the key to consistency is because it buys and saves time and effort. So it buys you time, it saves you time, it buys you effort. When I say it buys you effort, I mean it makes your audience and the people online who are seeing you and seeing your content, it makes them think that you are really working really hard because you've got content going up all day long, every single day of the week. So I don't know about you, but life has been lifing y'all like it's never life before. And for that reason, I've been finding myself being super consistent for a few weeks and then life happens. And then I tend to find myself going ghost. And then when things get good again, then I pop back up online. And I realized that in order for me to stay in front of my audience, to stay in front of you guys and to consistently show up, Even when I wasn't literally like going on the app and posting on my own, I had to find a way to not burn myself out for the sake of consistency. And as entrepreneurs and creatives and small business owners, I think it's safe to say that we all have some type of vault with content that we've created in the past and it's just sitting in our external hard drives collecting dust. In my case, I had books that I had written. I had old webinars that weren't selling because I wasn't talking about them online. All of these things I had just sitting in my MacBook Pro, but I wasn't doing anything with it. But repurposing my content allowed me time to figure out what I want to do next. It's allowing me in present time the opportunity to figure out what's next, how I'm going to pivot while still being present in front of my audience. Because I'm going to be honest with y'all, it's really easy to say, oh, I'm in a still season. Oh, I'm in an incubating season, if that's even a word. But then you get really comfortable in that and you're trying to dot all of your I's and cross all of your T's. And meanwhile, you're missing out on a whole slew of people who could be enjoying what you've already created and enjoying the fruits of all the labor you've already created as well. So if you've created, taken the time to teach a webinar, and if it's still relevant to today, like if you taught a webinar on how to use Canva for beginners, that is still very much so relevant. I don't care how many upgrades Canva has made. But if you're not online posting about that same course consistently, then nobody is going to know that it's even available to them. And so repurposing allows you to be consistent because it buys and saves you time and effort. And then the third reason why repurposing is the key to consistency is because, and this is probably my favorite thing, it reinforces your message. So I'm going to use my book, Brand You Like a Boss, as an example here so you can kind of get some context and some understanding as to what I mean by reinforcing your message. So Brand You Like a Boss is a book I wrote back in 2017 where I gave you not just my story, but I gave you actionable steps on how to build a personal brand that people know, love, and trust. Y'all, I put so much money, effort, and energy into the marketing of this book that it hit 
Amazon's bestsellers list in multiple categories on its first day of release, which was on my birthday, June 21st, 2017. And it was hands down my most popular product for a very long time. And then life happened and I just stopped talking about it. It was there, was always available on my website. It was always available on Amazon, but I stopped promoting the book. I stopped talking about it. But ever since I executed my Q1 consistency strategy where I went and I literally took a few weeks and I pulled from every place I could possibly pull from as far as content that I had already created. And I started re-promoting that book. I started sharing the book cover again. I started sharing excerpts from the book. I started making captions about the book. I started including my book in my call to actions. I've sold almost more books in the last four months than I have in total all of the last two years because it's back in people's faces again. You gotta get back in front of people's faces even when you don't have anything new to launch, share, or say. You have to get in front of people. I think Grant calls it being omnipresent. You need to be omnipresent. If you get on Twitter, Grant and his wife are forever tweeting even when they're asleep, even when they're on vacation. They are always pushing their products and services in front of people, even if it's not a new launch. They find ways to repackage it and reposition it and put it back in front of people's faces. So back to Brain You Like a Boss. Y'all, the book has been doing so much better since January than it has in the last two years during COVID because I am constantly, constantly, constantly tweeting about it, posting it on my Instagram, XYZ. I even had a friend to buy a bulk order of books and she gave them away to her friends who were interested in building a brand online. And so I say all of that to say that if I had just kept assuming people knew about the book because I had already promoted it so heavily when it first came out, I would have never made the sales that I've been making recently with that particular product. So repurposing your content just helps to reinforce your core message and your brand identity. So now just imagine the friend that bought the bulk books and gave them to her friends. Now they know who I am. Now they're subscribed to my email list. Now they're following me on social media. Now they're reaching out to me to audit their personal brands. And so it allows me to reinforce the message that I talked about in that particular product which is also a piece of content. And so this is very, 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 very important. So I wanted to go over why this is important to being consistent before I share with y'all the gem. So this is the most exciting part. And so I often get asked, I know you talk about repurposing your content and I heard you say in a previous episode that that was how you've been able to reach more people this last quarter. And so y'all, I've been literally making notes for this episode for weeks because sometimes when you get in the habit of uh, doing something, you tend to forget the process. And so as I repurpose my content, I've been jotting down notes in my phone, just like every time I get an idea of how to repurpose something I've already created, I've been writing it down. So here are 10 places to pull and use repurpose content. So grab your notebook, grab your pen, and let me know on social media. I'm everywhere at Official Toddy. If this was helpful to you, if you were able to take any of these 10 places that I'm about to share with you, if you've been able to use them. I'm like so excited for y'all to try these out because they're things that you probably just didn't think about. So I'm super excited. Let's jump in. 10 places to pull and use repurpose content. And this is one of my favorite ones. So that's why I put it at the top. Facebook memories. Your Facebook memories are a great 
place to pull repurposed content. Now, I know we tend to hate Facebook memories because sometimes it shows us the stuff we don't care to remember. But, 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 baby, it is great for reminding you a content that you can share again that maybe didn't do so well the first time you shared a year ago, three years ago, eight years ago, but it would do so amazing today. Great place to pull content, Facebook memories. So an example of how I use Facebook memories to repurpose content is, y'all know I'm really big on sayings that I've said or quotes or tweets or things like that. And so I went through my Facebook memories as I always do after I've had my coffee in the mornings. I go to kind of see like what I could repurpose. That's like my number one goal for going through my Facebook memories. And I found an old graphic that I had posted when I was calling myself the Motivation Maven, where it said, be purpose-driven, not people-driven. Well, people love when I post quotes and things like that. And so it was from so many years ago. And so what I did was because the quote was on a graphic that is out of my brand element. So it was the pink and black and it had an old picture of me. I didn't care about any of those elements because those aren't relevant. What I did was I took the copy, be purpose driven, not people driven. I tweeted it. And eventually I am going to add that into a reel. I'm going to screenshot it off of Twitter and add it as a reel on Instagram and also just copy and paste it on Facebook, because those types of things make really good shareable content. That is how I use Facebook memories. That's just one way I use Facebook memories. Another example before we move on, let's just say you had a really good caption, but it was attached to a very outdated image of yourself. Well, you can want do one or two things. You can remove the image and just reuse the caption, or you can use an updated image and use the same caption and then attach a relevant call to action within that post. So I hope that makes sense. So that's just one place you could pull repurpose content. The second is to take a look at your social media insights. And it's a little bit easier, in my opinion, to find your insights on Instagram than it is on like Facebook and Twitter. But go back through, let's just say the last year and see what posts did well. See what posts got a lot of comments or more comments than usual. See what posts got or reels got more than enough shares or a decent amount of shares. And then you want to repurpose that content. So you could either just literally wash, rinse, and repeat that same exact post, or you could change up the copy. You could change the call to action. You could change the imagery. You could literally do, there's so many options on how you can do this. So look at your social media insights and see what posts have done well previously. And baby, you have got easily five or six new pieces of content just based off of the old content. The third place that you can pull repurposed content is from existing books or products that you've created. And so for me, books was something that was easy for me to repurpose. So I could go through my first book, my second book, my third book, and I could pull out really good aha moments that I said in the book. I could pull out uh, steps or tricks or a strategy, just a piece of a strategy. And then the call to action could be to learn more about this, go purchase the book, use your existing books as repurposed content. You don't got to give everybody a whole chapter for free. Just pull out snippets from that book and it could be a tweet. You could put that tweet on a graphic. It could be a graphic. You could put that graphic into a real form and add a trending sound on it. Boom, you've easily got three to four pieces of content off of a book. Drive those people to the full book. Now you've got 
a new follower, some engagement, and a sale. The next thing or next place that you can pull repurpose content from are your consultations with clients. Those discovery calls y'all keep on doing for free. That's another conversation for another day. Record those consultations, record those discovery calls, listen to what people are asking you, and then answer the question in the form of content. So that could be a tweet. That could be a graphic where you answer frequently asked questions. You could even go as far as to listening to your last 30 days of discovery calls, listening to the questions that most people are asking, and then answering that in a live stream. Those are all ways to repurpose content. The next way to repurpose content, and this is hands down one of my favorites, are old tweets. At the beginning of this year, I literally went through my Twitter account and I copied and pasted all of my tweets that did really well, that people were retweeting, and I put them into an Evernote document, and then I queued them up in Buffer, and they literally go on repeat for a long time. The next place to pull or use repurposed content are your old interviews. Think about places that you have been a guest on a podcast, have been a guest on a Facebook live stream where maybe you've been featured in a magazine or featured in an online blog like Voyage. I think that's what it's called. Take snippets from those features, from those interviews and repurpose them. For example, I did an episode with Casey Richardson when she had her podcast. She interviewed me. And this was a really good interview because it gave someone who didn't even know who I was a glimpse at where I came from, how I got to where I am, and what I offer in present time. Now, granted, everything that I talked about in that episode isn't totally relevant to what I'm offering now and what my bottom line is. However, the majority, I'll say 90% of that episode was still very much so relevant. And it would also allow me the opportunity to let new people learn who I was without me having to create a whole nother piece of content saying, hey, this is who I am and blah, blah, blah. So Casey's episode, I DM'd her on Instagram and I was like, hey, do you mind sending me the audio for this YouTube, this video podcast that we did years ago at this point? And do I have permission to basically take snippets from it for marketing purposes? And she, of course, gave me her permission because Casey's amazing. And what I did was I took the audio, I took good pieces of that interview. And instead of just resharing the whole interview, I took snippets of it, literally clipped them into multiple five-minute episodes on my show. And how the heck do y'all think I had been posting consistently on my podcast for the last couple of months? It was all repurposed content from a whole nother podcast that I was on. So that's probably like one of my new favorites. So that's another thing you can do is just go back and look and see where you've been featured at before. And if the episode or parts of the episode is relevant to now what you're offering or what your bottom line is, even if it's simply just to get back into introducing yourself to new people online, it is one of the best hands down ways to repurpose old content. The seventh place that you can pull or use repurposed content are podcast episodes. One of my favorite things to do is to transcribe the audio from my podcast and put them in emails uh, to tell people to come listen to the episode. You can also take those really good sayings that maybe you say in your episodes and tweet them. 
Those are just a couple of examples of how you can use podcast episodes as repurposed content. And then the eighth place is email blasts. So go back and look at those old emails that you've sent out about a product, maybe a book or a webinar, and take those selling points from that website, tweet them, use them as captions, put them as quote graphics. The skies are literally the limit for what you can do. And then to reverse that a little bit, go and take some of your old tweets and elaborate on them in the form of an email. And then you have a queue of emails you can send out to your audience so that you're consistently in their face. And then it's also a great way to not sell to them in every email. The ninth place to pull and use repurpose content are in your comments and baby in them DMs. People ask a lot of questions in your DMs. Pay attention to the answers. If the answers are valuable, use them as emails. Use them as captions. I mean, you can literally do the absolute most. And the 10th place to pull and use repurposed content are your previous existing webinars, digital classes, whether they were free or paid, take things from them and use them as repurposed content. So those are 10 places to pull and use repurposed content. I mean, I could go on and on and on. I've got a list as long as I don't know what, but I just wanted to share like 10 of my favorite ones with you because it really will get your brain churning on like what you could be doing. I mean, it's all out there. If you've ever created anything online, if you've ever made a post on social media, baby, you've got content that you can repurpose. So before I let you go, let me share because I am a huge advocate. I wanna make sure that you are getting extreme value from this, I want to give you some strategies now to getting more engagement with that repurposed content. So it's not enough to know what and where you can pull these things from, but let me share with you three of my personal strategies to getting more engagement, like getting more shares, getting more views, all of those things. Make your content 10% about you and 90% about the person you're trying to reach. 10% about you and 90% about the person you're trying to reach. I did a consultation with a client who is trying, well, she's getting ready to launch a business, but she wanted to figure out how to use her personal brand to drive traffic to her new business because I'm a huge advocate in people first, product second people first, service second. So I believe that when people can connect with you as the person, they can connect with your story and all of those things, then the easier it is to get them to convert to customers and clients. So when I say make it 10% about you and 90% about the person you're trying to reach, I share with her in our consultation, who is a person who you can see not just visiting your business or your establishment once, but someone who could be a reoccurring customer client, someone who who makes your business a part of their lifestyle. And at first she said, me, I'm that person. And I'm like, no, you're not that person. Think of a person I want to name. And she told me their names. It was a, a boyfriend and girlfriend, I believe. And we put a name on it. And I told her, I said, now when you are creating your content, now when you are talking to people, always keep those two people in mind. And make sure that even when you're sharing your story, that you think about what points of my story will relate to these two specific people. So for example, sometimes you got to remove your photo from content that can easily apply to the person you want to reach. Tweets, for example, motivational sayings. So like if you are posting something that is really, really, really relevant to your audience, for example, I put out a tweet that said alignment is truly the name of the game. Well, I don't want to attach my picture to that because 
the chances of somebody reposting or sharing that, even though they can relate or they agree with what I'm actually saying, most people aren't going to share that if your picture is attached to it. So in this instance, when you repurpose your content, share something you said, and if your photo is on it, take your photo off of it and just post the text. More people will share that than if your picture is on it. So that's what I mean about making some of your repurposed content 10% about you and 90% about the person that you're trying to reach. Because yes, people can relate to your captions, but they're more likely to share your content if your picture is not attached to every single piece. So it's like, if they see that type of tweet and they repost it, now you're being exposed and you're reaching an audience that you didn't even have access to before that person reshared it. And then their, their audience shares it. And it's like the gift that keeps on giving, I promise you. Second thing, make sure the content is tailored for what specific platform you're using it on. For example, on Twitter, all Twitter cares about is the words. Like you very rarely see people attach videos and photos to their tweets. It's just not common. Most people just care about the words. It's a copy word-based app. So if you want to repurpose a tweet on, let's say, Instagram, then you would maybe screenshot the tweet, put it in a reel, Add a trending sound or audio on it. If you want to post it on Facebook, you can put it in a static graphic that's visually appealing. But you want to make sure that wherever you're repurposing your content, that it is tailored for whatever platform you're using it on. So another thing that I see a lot of people doing is they will copy their Instagram caption where it says link in bio and they're pasted to Facebook. Well, Facebook doesn't have a link in bio. So you'll want to make sure that when you, if you do copy and paste something from Instagram to Facebook or Instagram to Twitter, that you're actually putting the link in in the caption instead of saying link in bio, because nobody can click on nothing like that on Facebook or Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. The third strategy is to find more than one way to say one thing. So I think this is where a lot of people get hiccuped at is because you're like, okay, I hear what you're saying. Just keep sharing the same content, keep sharing the same content. Now here's what I do personally, right? I'll give it like a two time run before I start switching up the copy and switching up the captions. So I have this picture that's going around the internet where it's me on the red, on the pink carpet at an event here in Charleston with me and a group of other influencers who were invited to, it was the Queens convene event that happened some time back. I love the picture. And basically I use as a caption, like networking is an important part of building your personal brand with a link to my book. Now I use that picture like two or three times already. Now I'm going to switch up the picture and post another picture of me with a group of women or me with a me networking or something like that. Can use the same copy or the same words, but I'm going to switch up the picture because people will eventually get bored of seeing it. And then it'll be really obvious that you're repurposing your content. So a great strategy is to find multiple ways to say one thing, switch up your captions, switch up your images, because what may appeal to one person may not appeal to the next. Or in the example that I just gave, sometimes your audience would be like, gosh, she already posted that picture with that caption. So she's definitely repurposing her content. It's okay for people to know you're repurposing your content, but you don't want it to seem so obvious that they get worn out and tired from it. I hope that makes sense. And so ladies and gentlemen, 
This is how I have been repurposing content. And these are 10 ways or 10 places that you can find and do the same thing so that you can start showing up more consistently online. I hope that this episode helped you out because this strategy and this mindset has totally changed the game for me. And it has truly allowed me to be present online. Even like right now, y'all, life is life and so bad. But I'm so thankful that I'm still getting my message out there. I'm still in front of you guys. Y'all are still able to connect with me. Whether I check out for a week or not, you don't even know the difference because my content is still being shared heavily online. And so if you enjoy this episode, I want to invite you to sign up for an upcoming webinar where I'm going to teach you advanced strategies, tips and tricks for repurposing your content. And it's going to take place on Sunday, June 11th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is Sunday, June 11th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So today I just gave you a sneak peek at some of the strategies and thought processes of how I do it. But if you want the real, real, real good tea and some advanced strategies, then please, please, please sign up for the webinar for Table Talk with Toddy listeners only. Don't tell nobody, okay? Don't tell nobody. This is for y'all's ears only. Use code TTWT at checkout. That's TTWT at checkout. And I'll give you 10% off the class from today, May 24th until May 31st. All details are below in the show notes, so be sure to check them out. In this webinar, I'm going to teach you, one, how to decide what content you should be repurposing because, y'all, you shouldn't be sharing everything over and over again. There's some things that you just need to leave in the past and leave in those Facebook memories. You're also going to learn what affordable tools I use to repurpose and automate my content so that when life starts life and like right now, you won't miss a beat. We're also going to talk about how to use AI. Yes. We're going there to remix your content based on what you have already created. And then I'm going to go through my step-by-step repurposing process so that you can do everything that I'm teaching you how to do in this podcast episode and in a webinar on your own in 2023 and beyond. All right. And so again, just go to natashaweston.com to sign up. And also the link will be in the show notes. I am so excited to see what you guys do with this. And if you have any questions, y'all know how to reach me on social media. Let me know what you think about today's show. Review, subscribe, and share this episode with your friends. And until the next time, I'll holler at you guys later. Bye.